Welcome back for week two of holiday-themed reads, specifically Christmas. That's the holiday we picked. I guess we could have looked for Hanukkah books, but I picked for other, yeah. I would have to do more research for us to do that because they're not something that's like advertised very often. But, um, so week two, Window Shopping by Tessa Bailey. Um, I liked this book. I also, this is the, actually the first Tessa Bailey book I read, which sounds weird because you bought it. I bought it. It's not available on Kindle or anything, but I, because this came out. I think you can buy it on Kindle No, I mean, you can buy it on Kindle. But it's not, you have to buy it. Yeah. 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 Or, or get it from your library. Yeah. But like, because this came out last year and I deliberately bought it because I wanted to read it. For Christmas. Literally on Christmas Eve. I was like, I'm going to read this before Christmas. So I brought it over. And then I read it on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you read it on Christmas. Because <laughs> it's like, I think it's like 200 pages. Yeah, because you read it on Christmas Eve. You finished the whole book. And then on Christmas Day, I read it. Yeah. <laughs> so we've. this is the second time we've read it. Both of us have read it. Yes. Two Christmas in, in a row. Um, okay. Tropes. Uh, grumpy Sunshine. Grumpy Sunshine. Workplace N- romance. Another workplace romance. Yeah. Actually, that's true. We did two two workplace is, romances. Is the other ones... The other ones were also workplace romance. I mean, Christmas is all about capitalism these days, so... Is the other ones also... Because... Motive, yeah. They work in a bookstore together, yes. And then... Oh, yeah. It is a workplace romance. I, I can't remember what Love, Love Light Farms is. Yeah, I thought they were trying to save a, a But a I don't Christmas think they work farm. together. I, uh, I guess. Well, I think one of them works for the Christmas tree farm. I think it's her. I think it's her farm. Yeah. Um, anyway. Apparently that's the the sub-theme of this month. <laughs> Christmas is about capitalism, guys. Apparently, because we... This book is deliberately, like, the under-theme of Chris- the holidays is capitalism. <laughs> yeah. And it's not, like, deliberately, like, but, like... Kind of. If you think about it. It is. Yeah. Um. This was a good book. Yeah. I, I anything really like this like. because this is okay. I've only read to be fair. Tessa Bailey has a huge catalog and she's huge. Catalog. Shockingly, I've only read three. I've only read four, but I've heard all the other books. I've heard good things. Uh, yeah, she, I yeah. I want to continue. I, yeah, I need to like books. dive more into her Wait. catalog, but yeah, four. Cause I was like, I read her killer vacation. I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, that's right. But maybe you can answer this question because Although you've only had one more book that I have. Is her, is the cinnamon roll slash like cinnamon roll in life and then aggressive in bed her thing? I think she does the aggressive in bed for most of her books. Okay. Because I also listened to a podcast from another book she um, of hers. And he the, the hero in that book was the same as Aiden in this book where she's like I think cinnamon roll and then aggressive in bed. But I think Aiden's a certain brand of cinnamon roll because there's like sunshine but there's like Aiden sunshine which is very different <laughs> yeah I guess that's true I mean I haven't read a character a male character like Aiden before try to think to see if I have because I don't think so I haven't read one I, fe- I feel like, like I have but I, I need to think on that because I wasn't like shocked by Aiden but I really like Aiden like Aiden's really like my Aiden. kind of real life like hero if that makes sense. Like, we all like to read the alphas, but, like, they're yeah. not practical. This is, like, a practical hero that you could, like, actually imagine in real life. Yeah. Which is why I really liked Aiden. I really enjoyed Aiden, too. I actually like Stella, too. I did, too. Although, honestly, really thrown by the fact that she went to jail. Like, that was such a curveball But I really, I did like that because, like, it's you know, unique, you never, yeah, sure. it's definitely unique. Like, you never read about... Well, you read about like male characters in particular, like it's usually like some form of mafia or yeah, like, or like, like that. um motorcycle. Yeah, but like you never read about like someone who went to jail, learned from their mistake, understood it was a mistake, didn't just go to jail and, and then like go back out to wants to. And I guess this is also like a commentary about like how we treat people um, who are released from prison because Stella's not treated very well by yeah. people who learn that she went to jail yeah 
And I think that's a good commentary on how we treat people who've been released. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, I liked... uh, Yeah, I I really liked them in this book because... I don't know what other tropes are there those are the three that like came to mind and those are the three that I kind of besides like holiday romance which I think is a trope yeah I think that's it but it's like what 200 pages it's not that long yeah I think it's look we can look almost three 250 basically yeah um so it's pretty short I wouldn't call this a novella though no I definitely a book I would would definitely call this a book it's just a short book um and there's no trigger warnings i wouldn't unless like going to jail is i don't i don't think well i mean like bad dad i don't know that would maybe i like his family is like really shitty i mean bad families in general because her family also doesn't like her very much but her family like that was a little more understanding than than his family just being shitty but um Maybe that would be the only, like, just, like, yeah, bad family. Um, but, yeah, no no real trigger warnings. The Goodread rating on this I thought was really low. How many people, though, rated so it? So, it has, it's a 3.66 on Goodreads, and it has 40,000 ratings. I mean, for that amount of people, I understand it. I also understand it because, like, the thing with Goodreads is you they can't give need half stars. half stars or, like, quarter stars you like i think they need to rearrange stars. their star I would go system half stars, yeah because i know some people who would like because some people who want to give it a half star who want to give it a quarter but star they'll, but they'll round down or they'll round up so sometimes it skews it because the last yeah. book we did it skewed it to round it, it up fucking skewed like so much versus this book i would have expected this to be closer to a four yeah and it to be like a 405 or like a three point nine. Those with like holiday books in general are usually rated low, which is really weird for me. But but I, I guess I find like only people who deliberately holidays? read like I found this when we were looking up Halloween books, they were rated outrageously low. Really, they're all rated around the three point. Like they're usually like a three point five, and like because Gothicana was lower rating than I thought it would be. Yeah. And I mean, screen for us, like we're we're bad. <laughs> we are. I have different opinions with that book. Um, but yeah, I guess like themed romances are kind of hard because they're like yeah. A weird the, also, the thing is, like, a, like they're holiday. is you can read books about the winter around the holidays, and I think those would usually get a higher rating. Then, but, like, a holiday book, you have to be in the mood for the holiday book. And if you read it when you're not in the mood for it, or, like, that's it just doesn't hit the spot for your holiday itch, I mean, you can rate it a lot lower. It's so, like, it's holiday books are such a niche thing that, like, it needs to deliberately hit a, like, a very distinct, like, feeling, feeling in and, you. And, like, mood to get a good reaction out of you that's like, true because if you're not in the holiday spirit and yeah. you read this like i you deliberately might read this on, on christmas, christmas eve. eve because i was like this is a christmas book i'm gonna read it on christmas eve it, doesn't it end on christmas eve yes because yeah. they're holiday parties on christmas eve so i mean i i believe that because i mean we read this early because we wanted to record this before december yeah and even then, it took me a little bit to get into it because I was like, but it's not Christmas. <laughs> you got to be deliberately in the mood. For that's Christmas that's true. So, I mean, books. that's true. Like, I guess that would skew people because if you're actually not in the Christmas spirit and then you and then you read this, I could see you having a skewed rating because you're just like not in the mood for it. In the same way that like if you're not in the mood for other tropes, sometimes you're like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. So you don't enjoy it as much. So you rate it lower. Yeah, that makes sense. Um because this is this is dual POV, and I I think you get one for one. You, yeah, you get pretty equal. It's amounts. pretty equal, Aiden and Stella. Like you get you get mm-hmm. to hear both of them pretty equally, um, which I liked. Because sometimes that's not the case. Yeah. And this is I mean this is would you consider this age gap? I don't I don't think you. Would. I don't think so. I don't. Because an age gap for me is like ten years. Y- yeah. Ten. Like I think you have to be like kind of in like the book starts when you're in different stages of your life if that makes sense because okay so i think she's 25 and he's like 31 or 32 yeah 
So like, I don't know. That's that's kind of an age gap. But the thing is, I don't think he ever. It's never really brought up. Yeah, he says that he's he says his age, and I'm I'm pretty sure. Because she delivered, I think she like point blank asks him like, yeah. "How old are you?" But like, I don't think it's ever. It's not. I don't think this is an age gap. No. Simply because the age is never an obstacle for them. I guess that's true. That is a that's true. That's age true. gaps are usually like the age that is, is like a big reason. obstacle yeah, for them to together. get over. That's true. Because yeah, so she's twenty five and he's like thirty one or thirty two, and so she goes to jail for armed robbery. For armed robbery. But she, the reason she gets a lighter sentence than her friend who they robbed. The, but the, the thing is, together. it doesn't end up being a lighter sentence at all because her friend gets out like shortly like, after two months after she did three, three. She because because when she gets the job at uh, Vivient, it's literally Vivant? on the front. It's on the front of the book. Vivant, It's French, isn't it? I call it the Vivient, but that's, that's probably like Viv- not correct way. I I, I Vivant is I think. We're probably saying it wrong. Probably saying it wrong. Um, We're not French. It's supposed to be French. But um, she she gets the job three months after she's released, and then her friend gets out like two weeks later. So, but her friend gets out like three months after her, basically. Which yeah. Is not, so it's not. It's really not. But she did. Have but they a they go into sentence. they. They go to different prisons prisons. because she goes to a low security security and her friend friend goes goes to a a medium. Yeah. Because her friend's the one that actually shot. So, yeah. So she they they had armed robbery, but she didn't think they were real guns. And like she full. I think there's like a joke in there that's like, who brings real guns to a robbery? (laughs) Yeah. And then her friend, they get into a shootout and they're like, oh, fuck. And then her friend actually shoots the like restaurant owner yeah because it was like a diner and then like she shoot i thought i thought it was like an accident they actually shot him yeah and it then, is an accident but but then but her friend she panics and leaves she didn't know they the gun she thought they were like fake guns yeah she was like i thought that we went to the freaking dollar store and bought these guns and i mean i feel like that's a little naive because it's a little naive of like you're gonna rob someone i would assume these are real also, guns real guns are pretty heavy yeah like, I mean, it has to be I a guess, really good fake. I guess she was probably like, why would my friend, my best friend, a bring gun. a real, like, bring, get and bring a real gun? I think that was probably more of her than, like, oh, I just didn't read the fact that these were real guns. It was like, she was probably just like, why would my friend bring real guns to a robbery? Because, I mean, basically so what happens the, is the friend shoots the clerk or whatever. Yeah, and then she stays behind. Stella actually, stays behind and, like, calls the calls 911 and like, and, like, tries to stop the bleeding and stuff. And her friend panics and, like, and runs. leaves. Yeah. So and she her gets friend, a letter sentence yeah, because she doesn't Because run. she not only turned her, kind of turned herself in. But she stayed But she stayed help. and called 911. Yeah. Um, and all, obviously she full-on was, like, she knew what she did was wrong and they shouldn't have done it and yeah. like she full-on admitted like that was really fucking stupid yeah because okay this book the mute cute i literally liked like, i really liked it yeah this book starts in the perfect place like sometimes you read a book and you're like they either start too soon or too late and you feel like you're missing something this book starts in the exact correct place it should have like it felt like the right time to start this book with her looking at the window him coming up that being said i do kind of wish it was like a little bit like it started it's like the meet cute started at the great a great time the amount we see is a great time but i do wish the timeline was a little bit bigger simply not because i think it like them because this this book takes place over two weeks yeah I don't like I think it's just over two weeks but the thing is no, is like the right. reason I was like I wish it was a little bit longer it was like maybe like a month or like a week like an extra week like three weeks a month would be just good. because she has to set up so her the, the premise of the book is she sets up a window display for this retail store that's like trying to think of what the example would be it would be like, like a macy's. nord um, like no it would be like, like a macy's. nordstrom i think i guess nordstrom's high end yeah yeah, yeah, yeah a little bit nordstrom higher end a good example so she's setting up the bay this Canada. she's setting up this like window display to encourage people to come in and i'm like i don't know 
if setting it up two weeks before Christmas. It, the thing is, she gets like, what, five days to set it up? So that's a week before Christmas. No. And so then she also needs to set up her second window. It's two weeks because basically what happens is it's two weeks before Christmas. She sets up the, she sets up the first window. And but then how long does it take you to set up the first the window? One week. And then after yeah, that. Yeah, but then that's one. That's another. That's a week before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. And then they give her. Then she tries to rush to finish the second window before Christmas. So she has two windows done before Christmas. I just think that's like. Because the if, second window. If the, they. The first one's the makeup one. Yeah. No. Or the dress the one. The dress one. And the second one's the makeup one. Yeah. But like. I just, I kind of like, I, this is just a personal thing. I wish it was a little, a little longer simply because of like, she's setting up Christmas displays and setting it up literally like for Christmas Eve just seems a little stretch to me. Cause I'm like, at the end of the day is on Christmas Eve, people going to look at a window display and be like, that's what I need for Christmas. To be fair. I thought window displays usually affect people who start shopping a little bit earlier to be fair i think i mean neither of us are in retail but i bet you it actually it probably is. does i probably because like, last minute wi- last minute shoppers are probably like panicking they're going down the street they're like that's it i'm just gonna go but buy also, it and then go like, in and do it they know to, for like people doing like christmas parties and stuff because the first one is about a dress i guess we should give them the back of the book and describe the premise of this book but like, yeah oh yeah i wish we could probably that. do that know, okay so back of the book Two weeks before Christmas, in all through Manhattan, shop windows are decorated in red and green satin. I'm standing alone in front of the famous Vivant department store with a charming man named Aiden asked my opinion of the decor. It's a tragedy in tinsel, I say, unable to lie. He asked for a better idea with a twinkle in his eye. Did I know he owned the place? No. He put me on the spot. Now I'm working for that man, trying to ignore that he's hot but as a down-on-her-look girl with a difficult past, I know an opportunity when I see it, and I have to make it last. I'll put my heart and soul into dressing his holiday windows, a work without stopping. And when we lose the battle with temptation, I'll try and remember I'm just window shopping. I think that's a, that's a good, um, that's a really accurate back of the book. I also, oh, it's, so it is french because he says it's french yeah so vivant means living in english according to translate okay i don't know why you're trying because i want to know i'm gonna i'm gonna try to get how to pronounce it how to pronounce it yeah dude i'm not i there's no way i would not have pronounced it like that i don't even know that's how you actually pronounce it but according to apple translate please explain (laughs) to me how to (laughs) <laughs> yeah um i also thought sometimes like okay so the last book we read a very bossy christmas is the stupidest name for a book like i'm sorry but that that i really like i thought this was like a good name yeah it was a the good title premise. of this book is like perfect for this book which is honestly sometimes really hard to do because yeah sometimes the publishers will change the name i of think the book. she self-published this did she? I guess that's true. Based on it the print. Yeah, based on the print, like the, how the book is printed, because I bought the physical copy of this. Yeah, it, it looks, looks self published. So I think a lot of her, a couple of her books are self published. Because, yeah, this is definitely, I, I, I think, think you're this right. is definitely self published. This title, perfect for this book. And the back of the book, that, that description is like perfect because it's just enough, but not too much. Yeah. So I think that's a really good description of this book. Um, okay. So back to their meet cute. So they have a meet cute. Yes. Yeah, so she applies for this job oh. that he basically says, Hey, I happen to know that this place is hiring. You should, you should apply. And she goes, uh, no. And basically, yeah, like, she's like, why is this rando talking, talking to me? This New York. Yeah. Cause it's New York. Also Stella is an introvert. So she's like, and she was like headphones on like he's that guy at the gym that you're like why is this guy yeah, trying she's to talk full to on me? like why is this guy trying to talk to me but i mean like he is asking her a valid question of like what do you like what do you think of this window display because they had the the 
the store had a terrible window display. It was like, and everyone, I think everyone thought it was terrible. It was like penguins. It was penguins on a family line making presents, and she's like, it's literally. She's like, first of all, the penguins are creepy, and second of all, nobody wants to be reminded of capitalism during Christmas, which yeah. is basically what it's like telling. It's like having children make gifts. Yeah, and she, I think she said that she was yeah. like, penguins' lifespans are like nine years so like that's literally child slavery right there and he was like oh (laughs) yeah it was actually a really funny scene um it's a funny scene because also aiden gets into he loves stories about his aunt what's her name edna edna and he goes into a story about his aunt edna and she's like why is this country bumpkin talking to me (laughs) yeah it's i think she like she notes he's cute she's like oh he's cute and then he starts talking about his aunt and she's like oh (laughs) (laughs) he's honestly that guy at the gym that you're like why is this guy talking to me except he's like genuinely cute and just like actually really nice i thought it was really funny it was funny and but he like he pushes her to like hey you should apply for the the window because you have great ideas you should if you think you can do better you can you can apply because they're hiring so she basically applies but she does absolutely nothing on the application because she's like almost like setting herself up yeah she has like a lot of self-doubt in this a lot of self-doubt in this book she fair she also just got a jail so i mean like and every literally everyone doesn't believe in her so i understand it yeah so she yeah she definitely because she applies to this job and like aiden basically hopes she applied yeah because he wants to he he wants to talk to her again and he realizes that he didn't ask for her number. He didn't ask for her name. I think he asked. I think he asked for her name because how would he know it was her application? He didn't. He because his assistant was like making fun of them, and he's like, I don't even know what her name is. Like, I think I just have to go. Yeah, on. he basically loopholes this entire so, apl- application system so he can meet her again. So he just assumes he, that she applied, and instead of picking the best candidates to interview, he, he interviews, interviews everybody. Everyone. Because he's like, I want to meet her again. And I'm hoping that one of them is her. And so he sits through, like, god-awful interviews. He sits through, like, 100 interviews. And she's the last one of the day. They have a She literally, little... like, bolts. Because she has to sit there for, like, 20 minutes or something. Because he's, like, running behind by the amount of because interviews he does. So he's she's sitting there. And she's, like, starting to talk herself out of the, doing this. Yeah. So literally, he's, like, going to go ask her to come into his office and she's fucking bolting down the stairs. And then he, like, runs after her. Yeah, he runs after her. And then as he's running after her, he's like, I realize this is kind of creepy. <laughs> so we've, I've got to make this less creepy. <laughs> and, like, he does do his best. But I don't think there's a way to make that less creepy. He, yeah. like, I don't think there is. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. And it's cute, though. It's cute because he's obviously trying really hard. He ends up giving her the job because her ideas are really good like genuinely good and yeah he want and also because he like he wants to give her a chance because i think his he's gut like basically his says, gut's like you need to give this person a chance and also he, he's very attractive to her. he's very attractive <laughs> and so she gets a weak trial because he's like i can't just hire her so he basically because of this idea to give her a week-long trial to so, dress one window yeah and have it due the week before Christmas. So she starts, I think she starts Monday. So like this is like a Saturday or something. She starts Monday and she's got till Friday. Yeah. And so she comes in, she like takes the job. She starts on her window and they basically kind of like dance around each other. In because that they're week. always like, she's literally there from like opening to like midnight. Yeah, trying to finish this trying window. Trying to finish this window. And he's there all the time because he's a bit of a workaholic. It's probably even less than maybe she starts on a Sunday because it's. I think she starts on Sunday. I literally think she starts it's Friday like the morning next at 6 a.m. that they re- reveal it. Yeah, the, I think it whole, was. Like it must week, be the Sunday. Shopping. Like he literally, I think it's like a and, next day start. Yeah, it must be Sunday because she. They definitely reveal it on Friday morning. So they're kind of dancing around each other. There's a lot of sexual tension, and the re- window reveal happens. His grandmother and dad are so like assholes. He owns part of most of it. Most he owns like fifty. I think he owns five, like. S- yeah or 55 like 60 or 60 percent of this retail store because 
they were going bankrupt a couple years ago and because i honestly fucking love the story of him just like selling honey yeah he and then made, just like so so basically the story a, of aiden who's our cinnamon roll hero hero i love him with his little bubble butt she even notes he has a bubble butt which is like such a thing and i uh, was like i appreciate he this basically he grew up with his aunt what is it? Basically, Edna? yeah. So in basically, it's Tennessee, his dad's sister. He basically is or, sent there. I thought it was maybe his mom's sister. Maybe his mom's sister because because I don't think Edna's I related. I don't think he. Yeah. So I, I think, think it's it his was, mom's sister, and his mom's not in the picture, or she like had died. She, I think she died, or something. And then so he gets sent to live with his, his mom's sister in the middle of in, like. I thought it was Tennessee. Yeah. In like the middle, like middle of the country, Tennessee, like some small town, Tennessee. And, and he, he just like is such a country bumpkin. He like, they're him, like hillbillies. He starts a business with his uncle. Who's a hillbilly. Like who's a hellbilly. Straight up a hillbilly. Who is like a, what is that, a clown? Wasn't he like a clown? No, that was the, that was the side story where like his aunt Edna and his uncle Hank. Maybe. Like they split up and then his aunt Edna dates a like rodeo clown for a couple months. But so basically he starts a business with his uncle of like started by like a, like a beehive. Because his he, uncle he, has he's he a beekeeper bees. and has yeah. bees on the property. So and they sell honey door to door until he it becomes like a becomes multi-million dollar like company. An enterprise. Yeah. And then he has enough money to bail this ginormous department store in New York, in New York out of bankruptcy, bankruptcy where he owns a majority and then he has to he's the general manager so he moves from tennessee because he to new york because he, he takes over the store he buys majority of it then takes over the store to try to like save it from going under basically yeah. and he has to like entertain his family with these because they're technically board members they're they technically do board members so they like entertain them with these like board member meetings meetings where they basically are snobby fucking his rich people. His assistant is fucking hilarious. His assistant is so funny. I honestly, that was like, it was like, sometimes that can be, sometimes those characters are really oversold and they're kind of annoying. But his his assistant was actually genuinely funny. Like it was actually, it was a good like comedic relief. And it was like still realistic enough where you were like, this is just funny. It was, it was good. I did like the assistant. Yeah, this. but basically his family is fucking terrible humans yeah they're just not good people they're just not good people and they feel like i guess entitled to him doing this stuff for for them like saving their entire business but anyway so like basically they they he does the window and they have to impress the board yeah his, his dad his grandma and his cousin and they the i guess they were like yeah okay fine it looks okay so yeah as long as it sells things yeah and then they don't like stella they just find her very like lower class in the moment which is like not unsurprising because she's wearing like a like a department. like a dime store dress yeah and like like vi- a, like think like not vintage. A, like a puffer she's also wearing like a puffer that's not really a puffer because it's not warm because it's like so cheap like think um think like she went into like a Sally Ann or like a, a thrift store and bought her clothes, all of her clothes. Yeah. So after that, they have like a celebration. Um, they go like they all go for drinks and yeah. they basically almost have sex. So slash he have sex. never goes to these work things because like so it was like a all like a after works drinks. Yeah. And he never usually goes because he's like, I know employees are very uncomfortable if the boss is there. And I want to make, I want them to have fun. I want them to like unwind. Yeah. So he never goes and he doesn't make friends with his employees because he's like, I understand my position. But she invites him. She's like, you should come because we're going for drinks. And he comes and they like, I think he realizes how much he He likes likes her. And she also realizes. Because Bang you it. learn that Aiden's a little, little aggressive, a little dirty in bed. Yeah, a little. A little. <laughs> it's so funny because he keeps like he keeps referring to all these like times that like women will see 
who he is in real they, life. Okay, because yeah, they basically either think he's too nice in real life or they like the too niceness and then yeah. think he's too aggressive in bed. Because he is, yeah, he's like a dirty talker. And he's also very like dominant in bed. Like he wants to be in charge. Yeah. And so he's, he like refers to that as like, oh, people just don't. She, she, he like full on is scared that she's not going to like him in bed. Because he assumes that she's going to think he's too nice. Because yeah. she kept seeing. Also, she kept she's saying, a little skittish. Too. And she kept saying like you're too nice like you're you're being too nice yeah. to me but she's also say- she's saying that and he- i don't think he fully understands why she's saying that but i think he does get to a point where he he yeah. gets it because she's skittish like and he understands that she's like oh she's in flight mode and if i scare her off she's bolting and i'm never gonna see her again and she's just like she's at the point where she's like i want to save myself like i don't want to be saved yeah i'm at the point where i need to save myself and if he's and that's to like that me, is the main conflict in yeah. the book is like she wants to solve her problems be her own person and, and the thing is she doesn't she, the i think my problem is is she didn't like explain this to him like she didn't like have this conversation to be like this is what's going on in my life. And I understand if you want to step in and help, but I need to do this but myself. But to be fair, if she explained it to him, then the conflict would never happen. Yeah. So but it like, needs to happen. She needs I to know, not I know. I know. But like in real, like in not a romance novel that needs that like third quarter uh, conflict. I, I do wish she explained it a little bit better. And it, like in particular walked her feelings through she also has been in prison with only women for the last four years yeah 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 i know i mean some of it's kind of i know but he was like so open about all his like all his feelings with her that i was like i really kind of wish she but that's a very grumpy sunshine trope though and she's the grump in this so i mean like i i also also i need a novella about that that other the manager the other couple the manager and the, the fucking floor manager and i need the... like a really like a hundred page novella on that because she becomes friends with the floor manager, manager. uh because they make really fast friends because i think they're i wouldn't say they're the somewhat window, close no the window that she's dressing f- is out right outside of her main department and she is the and first also person she it's... asks to order stuff that will go like the window no no because no, she Brings up the fact that she's like, you should put some portions of like what I'm displaying near the front, and yes. then you should also probably put like a little sign so being that it like, can direct you can the direct the right people department. to the right department. And so she brings that up when she's like, I want to put this dress, this one deliberate dress that I know you have in your department, in my thing. Could you set up a display right outside the window so if people walk in, they can find the dress? Mm-hmm. And then they become like fast friends because she's like, oh, I like how you think. And this like fucking this janitor like, she because totally her because floor does the floor managers around like thirty yeah I picture her like under thirty five but over thirty yeah and, and then this like floor manager is like twenty two he's like twenty two twenty three he's like a like a little baby in comparison yeah and, and sh- that I think <laughs> that is the main. <laughs> That is a true age, Gabby Isha. I just thought it was so fucking cute, it's and so I was cute. like, I need like a little novella of this. This is next year's Christmas story is this couple because they were just so fucking cute. And I was like, I want more of that. Um, but like basically the night that they have the party, she they go home together, uh, Stella and Aiden, mm-hmm. and they like kind of have sex, but then don't because Aiden basically is like, if you can't make this official and do a love contract with me. Which he knows is like, wow, I kind of went on very strong there. <laughs> Because yep. it's been a week. And his thing is he wants to be. He doesn't want to sneak around. Yeah. He wants to do her right. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And and she is like, this is going too fast. So they're, they're. I get his place, but I get her place too. Yeah. So he basically leaves and is like, until you're ready to be a little more serious. Like, I, I just can't. He's also like the owner. And like, I get why he's wary. Yeah. So they end up like not seeing each other anymore. And then. A couple days later, something goes missing. A yeah, pair of like they, diamond they earrings do goes inventory missing. Inventory and somebody notices two pairs of earrings have gone missing. Yeah, 
and then and so her grandmother his grandmother shows up yeah so this hr person who did the inventory i don't understand she reminds them. me <laughs> i don't know I, why the I thing is is you've always head, met but. someone like that the like this the, the the person who thinks that they like are the law of the yeah, like because they've been there for so long yeah a like I, the thing is, is like if you work someplace, you... she reminds me of that slug from Monsters Inc. Before they realized <laughs> she was a good guy. That's what this like. I instantly pictured someone I like that, but in I like human form. That. No, no, no. That's I what I pictured <laughs> in my head. But like, I didn't picture that. But like, actually evil, not like where that that she ends up good. So basically, end, <laughs> I didn't understand the fact that like the HR person did the inventory because it's usually like. A that was confusing yes so this hr person is like oh so the per these earrings are missing so the person that must have took them is the person with the criminal record i mean that's I, a very normal thing though, it's in i society. think that's like a very like i think it's a very good commentary on like how society treats people with criminal records because it's like the f- fact that they first they don't even investigate it they're just like oh she did it because she has a criminal record and i don't think it even lists what she went to jail for yeah because i don't i think it's just like you have to state that you have a criminal record yeah you don't have to state what you went to jail for i mean yeah although realistically i would hope that the murderers of the world have to say that they were murderers rather well, than i think like employers rather than oh i i was a graffitier you know I, what I yeah mean? i think employers can probably contact like parole officers and be like obviously if they're a dangerous or like high risk offender i think you employers have the right to know that but anyway i don't know obviously don't know more about that but so basically, they accuse her of stealing. They humiliate her by dragging her through the store. In, in almost, the, almost cuffing her, but like, yeah, yeah kind in of. the middle of the busiest day, one of the busiest days. Yeah, because it's like, like at this point, it's like <laughs> it's like two the twenty second. Yeah, it's like two or three days before Christmas. And uh, the floor manager, uh, her friend, obviously sees this and is like, "I'm gonna go get Aiden," because they did not tell. The general manager, who is upstairs in his office, hey, they were gonna like basically they were gonna arrest this his employee for stealing, stealing, and so and it would it would have been a pretty big because it was diamond earrings, so it would have been like almost for two pairs, it would have been over a thousand dollars. It would have been a couple, like maybe two to three thousand dollars worth of um stuff. Yeah. You can get a pair of earrings for like five. Well, five depending on how big the diamonds are, and if it's gold, like they could be pretty expensive. In a department store. Yeah, like, but think of like if you're going to Nordstrom. Yeah, I like guess. That's, like that's what we're picturing, right? But anyway, so Aiden crashes in and is like, "One, why didn't anyone tell me that these earrings were missing?" Because he actually, realistically, in the hierarchy of the, they should have. He should have been informed. Him. Yeah. yeah. The, instantly instantly and that he like points out he's like i'm literally always here i never go home why would you why would i else? like so when you found out when these diamond earrings were missing i was upstairs you could have come up to my office and informed me and said but they instead call grandmother. you phone my grandmother who literally does not work here really yeah. and, or live in the city yeah and like rat out an employee that you have no proof stole anything. So they basically prove that she didn't do it because one of the other like, yeah, they, they asked, yeah, they asked the floor. They're like, they asked everyone on the floor. They're like, Hey, two diamond earrings are missing. Anyone know where they, anyone know where they are. And one of them was like, Oh, I locked them in one of the cash registers because somebody wanted, couldn't decide. And he hadn't been paid yet. He was going to be there later that day. Yeah. He wanted to make sure like he got them for like so they weren't taken yeah by the time he came back after his payday so they figured out where they are and aiden was like hmm <laughs> one you fired you're fired yeah. two the board has been dismantled i don't need your opinion and you can go home now i don't care about your opinion and i've been entertaining you for the past like how long has be has he been managing the store? 
I think like it's five been like, years. Yeah, it's been like I think it's less than five, but like not. It's like maybe three or four. Yeah, he's like I've been entertaining you for the last couple of years because I thought that I was thought please you. Yeah, I thought you were going to like me more, but I found that you don't care for me, and I don't care for you now. So please leave. Yeah. And they were like, oh, I knew you were going to hold this over our head that you own the store. And he's like, no, I literally bailed you out because I wanted you to love me. And you obviously don't. <laughs> it's actually. It's so it's sad. Scene. It's actually a good. It's scene, a though. good scene. But it's so sad that he had to be like, I had to bail out this multi-million dollar store for you to love me. And you still don't. Love and me. you still don't love me because you're snobby fucking you're rich snobby people. people, rich people. And you can go away. And then the janitor gets uh, the, the grandmother's, grandmother's car, car towed, which I fucking loved. I love that. That was, yeah. This is why I want a little side novella of those two. Because that would be so great. Because, yeah, she, like, double parked. Basically our, in New York. In New York. In front of the store. In front of the store. So, like, yeah. Her car was fucking getting towed. And she was like, oh, well, my driver was out. So I just parked there because that's where we normally the park. The janitor just sped the process up. Yeah. By he actually was, he probably the tow Yeah. People. He totally call, called the tow people. And like, like someone's parked outside of our store. Illegally, yeah. You know like, what, though? Okay, we're coming. He has the right to call. <laughs> yeah. That was actually a good scene. Um, yeah. That was. But yeah. So they scene. go upstairs to his office. Oh, yeah. The office And they have scene. sex in his office. That was a great scene. And then they go to his place because he wants to show her his his christmas, christmas which his is christmas super cute because he so cute. loves the holidays he's like he's like christmas cheer in a person he's like buddy the elf yeah <laughs> he <laughs> loves like, he decorated his entire apartment and he's cool. like obviously his honey businesses must be bringing in so much money because and like he's obviously the store now that he is Saved I actually it from just bankruptcy because he lives it. in this like penthouse apartment. Yeah, and it's like she describes it as like Mad Men, like bachelor pad, but like yeah. crisp, like but with like holiday cheer, but like Christmas threw up on it. <laughs> yeah, and like because he was so excited to like show her, and she and he was very scared that he was going to scare her off with like how much Christmassy. It is upstairs, like, in his apartment. But she just was kind of like, well, this is definitely you, so. Yeah, she's like, I, I don't know. What I don't know what I expected, but yeah. I'm not surprised. It was pretty cute. I got to say, the, this is, like, obviously, you've read one more than me, so maybe this is, like, not a thing, just in the ones that I've read. But do all Tessa Bailey books have a butt scene? That's, like, a thing, isn't it? I don't think so. Because, like. In all the Did books that I've read, hook, hook, line, and sinker have a butt scene. I'm pretty sure. I don't remember um, my killer vacation having a butt scene because there's a butt scene in this one, and it was like, but this is the first, this is the first book that I've ever read that isn't about two men. Like this is a like a like man and woman where there's like just straight up a, like an anal scene. It's not like dick in butthole. It's like she puts and she puts her finger up his butt and i was like whoa this is not what i was expecting i love it it. i see aiden as a kinky bitch man which is like but i was just shocked that she was like we going for it i mean they were going for like they're in the middle of his kitchen giving him a blowy so like i just like it like the first time i read this i was like wait what i actually reread that part and i was like I'm kind of here for this, but I'm like here for not it. what I expected because this is the first Tessa Bailey book I read. And I was like, whoa, I think this is the first time I've probably ever read a book where she puts her finger up his ass first. I don't think I've, I don't yeah. think I've ever had that in a book. It's not very common. But that- then I also read um, It Happened One Summer and that also, also- happens in that yeah. book. And I was like kind of like hey okay there's no shame and like your fingers up your butt i was like i'm here for this like i can get behind this trend that's why i wonder if it's like a tessa bailey thing because i've read i like i think i read three but i i don't know if it happened i don't i think one summer or i don't think it's every book but it's like a a common occurrence but it's a common occurrence in her books yeah i think yeah then my understanding it is but i have to read more of her catalog to 
truly like tally up how many. But I, but I love you know what? I do love the spicy scenes in these. This book is like it like it's steamy, but it also has so much plot. It's steam I also like how the steamy scenes are like like the office sex scene. Super good. I like how the steamy scenes don't like don't feel removed from the plot. Yeah, like or like they, removed from the characters, like they're throwing in a generic kind of sex scene. I felt like these they were still very true to they're the characters. very yeah very true to the characters, and they and always like, push the plot forward. Yes, because basically the book ends with so um, the book ends so after they have sex, they're like a, they're together. They're, they're together. They sign a love contract. Yeah, but she wants to because so basically her best friend ex-best friend kind of like it's a like frenemy it's like in a they're in like a weird place because she feels her friendship with her is very toxic and she figured that out through therapy at and during, it is toxic in jail she <laughs> jail, she obviously had to go through some therapy but like she knows that the relationship between her friendship is toxic and she doesn't know how to approach it without putting it either back in that toxic place cutting her off. or cutting her off and she didn't want to drag Aiden into that because if yeah. she gets back into that toxic place she obviously doesn't want to drag him into that and so her friend's getting out of jail and literally on Christmas Eve I think it's Christmas Eve yeah it is Christmas and, Eve and um, she's like I got to de- like I have to deal with my friend my she doesn't friend. tell Aiden but she kind of just like she's like I gotta deal with something and he feels like sad that she can't j- let him in yeah which is like i think he sh- she should have at least been like hey i have, I have to, to do, do this on my own yeah if she just if yeah. she just had that conversation of like i understand that like you want to step in and help but i have to do this on the- on my own would would have like made him feel so much better because and he- then he would have been wouldn't have been moping around the party yeah because he understands that it, he he gets the sense that she has to do it on her own, but he doesn't actually understand what is happening, like what what she's doing. So he just like basically has to hope that what it is that she does goes well and that she comes back and doesn't get sucked into whatever it is. And he understands it has something to do with her past, but not quite what it is. Well, she explains her friendship. She like full on like yeah, she does. She does open up to toxic. him about like why she went to jail, her relationship with her best friend, her relationship with her family, why she's in the situation she's in. She's very open about that, but, like, she's not open about, like, this particular, this particular event that she needs uh, yeah. to go take care of. Because, basically, she sets a boundary with her friend, realizes she's super late to this, like, party. Yeah, and it's, I thought it was so cute. Because, like, the he, Christmas robes. So, when they were at his apartment, because, obviously, he loves Christmas. And she was like, what is your ideal Christmas? Like, what is your dream Christmas? And he said, I want a family with matching robes. Where every morning they wake up and put on their little matching Christmas robes. Their matching Christmas robes. And she, like, one, she did not think that was weird at all. She was like, oh, my God, that's, a, that, that's like, a great dream. That's super cute. And so she was going to, like, one, buy this really expensive dress with her paycheck. Because rule number one, you have to blow your first paycheck. Um, But... She shows up late after she basically hands over her apartment to her friend being and like. And then just moves in with Aiden. Yeah. She basically tells her friend. She's like, you, I'm, I can help you get your, get on your feet. I'm not going to like abandon you, but you have to realize that I'm going to have a, a life. life that doesn't necessarily like you can't be dictating it. Yeah. Because she was very hesitant to explain to her friend where she got her job, why she had her job. And, like, because her friend was already being a little snarky at her. It was actually a really good scene. It was a good scene. And um, she basically, like, hands over this uh, her apartment. Well, technically, it's her uncle's apartment to her friend being like, you can stay here as long as you want because I'm going to go stay with my man, basically. Which is also super cute. And she runs to the – because they have a Christmas Eve – 
holiday party, like work holiday party. Yeah. And she shows up in matching robes with or robe with a matching robe for, for Aiden. Aiden. And then he puts it on over his suit and it's cute. Mm, so cute. And then it ends. And then that ends and then the epilogue is They're them. going to her parents. Her, it's like a year later them going to her parents i think they're engaged they are engaged that is one thing that like is a very romance novel-y thing they get engaged very fast they all get really yeah but then, i mean really like fast. if you if you know you know i guess but like like yeah they do and she does they do kind of fill you in of what happened the following year that she got brought on as the permanent window dresser dresser yeah. uh she basically moved in with him he kind of never left because they never really talked about her leaving. And then Aiden just started stalifying. Um, he just like basically moves her stuff in and then just starts putting it around the apartment. Like yeah, she just, just starts like buying furniture that he thinks she'll like. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like. It's pretty cute. Yeah. And so she has like a not great relationship with her family. And that's why she was in New York and not in. I don't remember where they from. are. It's not, It's out. It must be in the state of New York. Yeah, because she wouldn't be allowed to leave the state. Drive there. Yeah, but I mean, like Philly is close. So was it Philly? I don't remember. It was. I'm pretty sure it was within. I think it was upstate or something. Because I know if, because obviously she would being released from prison, she probably would not be able to leave the state she was released in. Potentially. Potentially, I don't know. I don't don't know know the American system, but it'd have to be close enough. So they're driving up to her family's place to have like christmas brunch with them because aiden has basically like been like leading pictures of her windows yeah basically like leading this like repairing of the relationship between yeah encouraging her to do it and to make the jump it's pretty cute it's a good little ending like overall this book was really good yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, cause like, yeah, like Aiden is just like he's not never controlling of her. He's very respectful of her boundaries and of like understanding that she needs to do things on her own, but like is still really supportive. He's definitely like of all the heroes that I've read. He's probably top ten. Yeah, I really like Aiden. Yeah, I would say definitely top 10. Although all the Tessa Bailey heroes that I've read, I have liked. I have not read one that I haven't liked yet. Although to be fair, I've only read three of her books. So maybe, maybe if I read more, but yeah, I, this is probably one of the perfect Christmas romance books. Like, you forget how good this is. It's like a good book regardless if it's Christmas. Yeah. Because, like, if, I think if you took out the holiday and you just said, hey, you need to make a summer window dressing or something. Although, but his, a lot of, like, he wears, like, the Christmas bow ties. Oh, yeah, he loves his bow ties. So, I mean. But I think he wears bow ties all year. I think, yeah, I think he does, too. I think it's, like, a thing. I think if you remove the Christmasness of this book, I think it'd still be a really good book. Agreed. Um, yeah, I agree. I think that if you remove the Christmas, you also wouldn't have to do much, I don't think, to remove the Christmas. Yeah, you just kind of have to. In this book, actually. Yeah. Like, besides the fact that the windows are themed Christmas, you wouldn't actually have to do much. Uh, yeah, and you can just replace, like, the Christmas party with, like, a summer party or, like. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, like, some sort of, like, end of the, like. End of the season. Yeah, like, you you could quite easily make this a not a holiday romance, and it would be still just as good. Yeah. Yeah, overall, like, I, rereadability, like, 100%. I obviously, we both have reread yeah. this book. Like, this is a staple Christmas read. Um, My rating, I think I give this, I give this a four out of five. Yeah, I think I give this a four. Because this was good, and I reread it. Um, steaminess? I don't know. I think it was a, I think I gave it a three. I feel like I gave it a three, too. Because there's not a lot of, I think there's like three, three at the top of my head. Yeah. Scenes. Maybe four. Maybe four. Because there's like the rooftop. The rooftop. Her apartment. Limo? They do something? 
Yeah, they're like in making his out town car. Her apartment, the yeah, the limb, like the yeah, his car, uh, the office, the office, and then and his then, apartment, and then the apartment scene. So there is actually like five or six. That's actually in a in a two hundred fifty page book. That's actually quite a bit. But they don't start until like the sixty percent mark. Mm, no, I think they start about. No, I think they start after because the car scene happens. Oh, I guess. Maybe I, a four. Maybe, let's give this a four. I would, yeah, like, I would say at least a three and a half. And the sex scenes are, like, good. Yeah. Like, none of them are, like, mediocre. Like, they're all really good scenes. Yeah. So, like, I would I would round this up to a four. Yeah, a four. Fours across the board. Yeah. And, and I mean, obviously, we would recommend this. Like I would recommend yes. Pretty I mean, I would recommend, recommend anything Taylor, Tessa Bailey. I think yeah. you would agreed. I have yet to read anything. a Tessa Bailey that I have not liked. But we've only read four. We've only so. read four, but I mean, but like I that says her. more than some authors that I've read. Yeah. So, Christmas romance. This is a must-have on your list to read, in my opinion. But I will know it's not Kindle Unlimited because it's self-published. I think you have to purchase this, but I think most. I libraries might have. I this. didn't find this in any library. Oh, really? I didn't look at. I didn't look at your library, but it's definitely not in my library. I did look, um, but like to be honest, it's pr- probably worth the purchase. I think I paid like thirteen bucks for it. Mm, I for the physical like, copy, I think the digital copy is a little cheaper. I don't know if I pay thirteen dollars. Well. Maybe. I don't know. I was I heard really good things about the book before I bought it and I was like, we're just gonna do it. I I would say this is probably worth the purchase, to be honest. Um, yeah, I would say so. I would probably buy the ebook though, but I would still say worth the purchase. Um She's not at the library. Well then I guess you're I think it's the butt scenes. Like I think that's like where they draw the line. What's your problem with butt scenes? I don't. I, that's not a problem with butt scenes. I'm saying well, that I like them, have a problem with but them. Uh, it was kind of shocking. Um, you read Omega Verse, yeah, but and you're them- like a girl sticking her finger up a guy's butt is obviously weird. It's not weird. I just have. I this is honestly the first one that I've actually read that had that. Because all of them have are either like two guys or it's the guy doing it to the girl. It's never. Yeah, it's usually the guy doing it's it to the It's never the girl doing it to the or guy. Or like a guy being like, oh, I'm going to claim you here. Yeah, exactly. This was like not like this, that at all. It definitely was the first time a girl did it to a guy that I read, but yeah. I don't think I was that Until shocked. I read other Tessa Bailey books. Yeah, and I don't think I was, I was that shocked. Pressed. Um, okay, any last words? No, I think we covered everything. Besides, this is worth this is worth the Christmas purchase. Yeah. This is a good it's a good book to to buy someone for Christmas if they like romance. And <laughs> don't yeah. say the butt scene. I was gonna say and butt stuff. <laughs> I okay, I had a friend that read this book and was like really not like turned off, but like the butt stuff was like a lot for her and like so maybe it depends on who you're gifting this to but i say it was a hit for me and it was a hit for you seasoned romance reader would like this someone (laughs) maybe not as seasoned (laughs) but um okay worth it as usual follow us on instagram rate review subscribe please rate review we read them all when they are there um email us with recommendations because we've got some good stuff coming in january that we're just kind of organizing and we've got two more weeks of holiday romances both of which are um popular holiday romances better than a bossy christmas <laughs> they're in more of this uh, in your apparently opinion. supposedly they're more of this caliber than yes Christmas. yes that's what i've heard they're both we both have not read the other two so um stay tuned 
and um, we'll see you next week. Bye.